0: Hello! Welcome to the Libro Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood and I am the lackadaisical LibroCuber. As you can tell by my deeper than normal sexy voice, this is, I do believe, week two of me recording early in the morning. It is 6.30 and I've already got up, had a little breakfast, cup of coffee, or Joe, as it used to be called for some reason, Uh, And, uh, you know, so uh, with that in mind, I may be dumber, but at least my voice will sound gooder. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't even do that on purpose. Gooder. Uh, Folks, uh, I say at the top of every show that there will be spoilers. This is not a guarantee of spoilers, but there is a percent chance that there will be. So this warns of them. Another thing I like to say at the top of every show is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million doll hairs. <laughs> oh, silly rabbit. Neither doll hairs nor dollars do I ask, but perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes because those are things that are good for podcasts and this is one. So why not? All right, I'm going to push a button, as you do, and uh, we'll see how we get started this button pushing now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to review you some things. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Bat Shark Repellent. Movie the first, as you no doubt are aware, since you're following along with every episode with Bated Breath. Highlander uh, 4 colon endgame. Oh yes, I am on the fourth Highlander movie, watching one a week, so that means I've been watching Highlander movies for a month. Which explains why I've stopped liking them. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's not great. It's got. It feels more like a made-for-TV movie than a movie movie. Uh, you know what? I just realized that feel is maybe because uh, it stars Christopher Lambert, the OG Highlander, but also what is his name? Uh, Adrian Paul, who. Uh, is the Highlander from the television series Highlander, which I did uh, used to watch, not religiously, but uh, probably in my lifetime I've seen at least a dozen episodes. Uh, And it was good. I did enjoy it. But uh, it's not sort of movie quality. And uh, I'm not so sure how much the TV show would hold up. I think it would have a little bit too high a cheese factor. Uh, That being said, these two together, it's sort of a a Star Trek Generations passing of the torch feel to it, which I I, I can appreciate. came out in 2000. Wow, it was older than that. Uh, Rating-wise, I think I got to go right in the middle, 2.5. If you're unfamiliar with my rating system, 3s are for uh, enjoyed while watching but probably wouldn't watch again. And although there were some cool moments in this, as there is in any movie where people are fighting with swords, (laughs) uh, it kind of fell a little flat for me. But, uh, you know, it's the fourth in the Highlander series. What are you expecting? You know, and I'm going to watch the fifth uh, either today or tomorrow. So (laughs) I don't know how good that's going to be. Look out. Okay, moving on from a, a kind of meh movie to a, a very good movie uh, called Legend, not the one with Tom Cruise and I believe Tim Curry as the giant uh, the y demon dude. Uh, this one stars uh, 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 Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. What? Uh, in a rare, I don't know if this has ever happened before, a rare occurrence where uh, one person is playing... Uh, more than one character in a movie that isn't a comedy. I, I'm not sure if that has ever happened before. I mean, you, you have your Eddie Murphys and Klumps's's, uh But uh, in this case, Tom Hardy is playing two real-life people, twins. Uh, which is how he's able to do that. Uh, Ronald and Reginald Cray, uh, who apparently were real-life people. I think this is true story stuffs. Uh, who, uh, quote-unquote, terrorize London during the 1960s. They're sort of gangster types. One's uh, fucking insane. (laughs) Literally, like, spent time in a mental institution. uh, If they had labels where they would stamp you insane, he would have one, which I believe is more of a cartoon thing, but hey. Uh, and then the other one's more a uh, smart businessman-y gangster. Still tough, and you wouldn't want to cross them. But uh, this is a gangster movie. Just period, full stop. Which I feel like I haven't seen a good one in a while. And this definitely falls into the good one category. Tom Hardy, very good. And I don't think I've ever seen him not good in anything. Uh, Rating-wise, I think i go with solid five. Yeah, very much enjoyed it. Uh, got all your gangster, violence bloody stuff. And then a story along with it. So, hey, why not? Okay, uh, next crossing off a movie from that sort of a list of movies everyone's seen that I haven't. Which, there's not many of them. I guess have some pride in saying. But uh, this was a spot that was lacking. And that is the movie Tron from 1982. Which uh, I just never ended up seeing for some reason. Uh, Even though seemingly it would have been up my alley. Although in 1982, I was one year old. So, probably watching colorful shapes move. Although this has that, now that I think about it. You know what, I bet you the description might be funny. Uh, The Embedded. A computer hacker is abducted into the digital world and forced to participate in gladiatorial games, where his only chance of escape is with the help of a heroic security program weird uh and this is a weird movie i kind of knew the gist of it but i didn't know the degree of the gist of it uh jeff bridges as a sort of computer guy uh i wanted to stick to the timer but fuck it it's early i got the whole day ahead of me right uh and he gets sort of sucked into a computer uh, kind of kind of made me think of the television show Reboot, which I believe I probably have spoken of on this podcast before. Love that show so much. That gets like a 5 or a 6 out of 5. One of my favorite shows, just period. Uh, this, less so. <laughs> uh, I don't know how well it holds up. Or maybe because I don't have a sort of nostalgia factor. Uh, still, uh, I will go 3 solo 3 with some cool four moments and I'm like yeah okay that's an interesting idea uh part of the problem is it's very dense like uh th- which i guess is they're creating a world that exists within computers so there's going to be some denseness to the world creation i suppose but some of it is just kind of uh do i really need to know all of this Let's just shoot some stuff and ride some light cycles. And those light cycle scenes that this is famous for, there's there's not much in the way of that. I, I thought that was going to be like the whole movie. Anyways, uh, moving on to... Shit, I got two more movies. <laughs> I gotta speed up here. Uh, Green Room. Uh, a punk band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. This... Uh, I think this falls into that category that comes up fairly often of movies I hear people on podcasts talking about that sound good so decide to watch uh, stars the very sadly late uh, Anton Yelchin, formerly of uh, Star Trek um, Chekhov from the newest incarnation of Star Trek, very sad uh, and also um jeez, oh, what the hell is his name uh, Patrick Stewart. Wow, that was a bad brain fart. That was a bad nerdy brain fart. But I told you, it's goddamn early. So uh, this is kind of, speaking of Star Trek Generations, which for some reason has come up twice now, uh, this is sort of uh, the passing of the torch, maybe, from uh, Captain Kirk, uh, Captain Kirk, fuck, from Captain Picard to uh, the the new incarnations, or. <laughs> Uh, Maybe it's the passing back. Anyways, I don't know what I'm trying to say. uh, But what I will say is this movie gets a 5 out of 5. I haven't seen a really good super violent movie. This has a very strong feel of uh, a super violent Japanese movie. Uh, Like I can easily see this being just a a ridiculous, over-the-top Japanese fighting, sword-cutting type flick. Uh, But it's not that. It it takes it down to a little more serious note uh, with still maintaining that level of blood and gore and just fucking crazy shit happens in this movie. I really, really enjoyed it. I think I didn't go in with really knowing much about it or super high expectations, so maybe that helped. But uh, definitely a recommend if you like a little bit of the old ultra-violence, as they say. Last but not least... Is Batman colon, the movie <laughs> good title guys uh, from 1966 yes this is the Adam West incarnation of Batman uh, I as a child this I obviously was born in 81 so I didn't watch the original airing uh, and the, <laughs> what a dumb thing to say obviously Uh, But I did, from time to time, watch the reruns of the show when I was younger. Something I remember is not being a huge fan of it. I I think because I was so young, I didn't catch a lot of the jokes and a lot of the the weird, uh, probably, I've never, (laughs) I don't know if I've ever used the word zany, but this is goddamn zany. Uh, yeah, uh, the dynamic duo faces four supervillains, so we've got Joker, we've got Riddler, we've got Penguin, and we've got Cat, well, Cat Catwoman all teamed up to fight Batman and Robin. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> to, like, if you went from watching this to watching, um, like, The Killing Joke, for example or or other darker batman things you would your mind would explode because you would there's no way to consider that these are the two same characters in two such vastly different things uh that being said the, I had so many moments while watching this movie where I literally said out loud what the fuck with a big smile on my face so for that reason Uh, I'm going to give this a 5 out of 5. It was a delight. Uh, I think my expectations were kind of low because my remembrances of the television show were not super fond. Uh, You know what? Before we move on to television talk, why don't I go ahead and give myself a plug... Uh, since Adam West has just come up, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Adam West. Uh, if you would like to see that interaction, what you can go and do is type into Google nerd cane adventures, and you will see pictures of a confused Adam West signing a cane for some reason, uh, along with pictures of many dozens of Of other celebrities signing said cane along with thousands of pictures of uh, uh, cosplayers holding the cane in in pictures is what will happen. Today's television talk sponsor is Phrenology. Phrenology. P-H. Phrenology. Okay, so uh, today I have the television program Weird Science. Oh, I thought that was a movie, you might say. And it was. But, such a popular movie in 1985 that, uh, in mid-1990s, so like ten years later they decided to turn it into a, a television show that had five seasons, 88 episodes of it. <laughs> uh, this very, very fondly remembered. So it uh, started in 1994, so you can do the math, because I cannot, uh, but sort of really hit me right in the sweet spot the show of things I like, <laughs> I would have liked at the time. Uh, you've got, if you're unfamiliar with weird science, uh, two dudes, kind of a loserish uh one's a bit of a nerd one's more a geek if i had to classify which i do uh somehow some way through uh science weirdly and quote unquote magic uh use their computer <laughs> which would have been you know as powerful as my calculator now uh to create a woman woman uh, the woman they create using their computer, a la sort of a Frankenstein-y thing, lightning strikes and what have you, uh, ends up, turns into a sort of, a, well, as they describe it, a genie. Who can grant them, you guessed it, wishes. Uh, and then that's the premise of the show. We had some interesting shows back in the 90s, apparently. Uh, so it, it's really good, it's sort of an underdog story, because you got these two kids in high school... Thinking about, you know, getting laid, trying not to get bullied. Uh, Typical 80s and 90s movies, uh, quote-unquote losers, I guess you could say. And then all of a sudden, they have this super, super hot, uh, magical genie that can grant them wishes. So, just an incredible um, thing to behold. Uh, You know what I wanted to do is... What was the girl's name? Uh, Vanessa Angel. So Vanessa Angel is an actress who plays said uh, genie. Super, super hot. And I think around this time she did a whole bunch of stuff. So uh, if you were alive in the 90s, you probably know of Vanessa Angel. uh, Which sounds like a porn name. And I wonder if she ever did. And mental note, Jordan, look into if she ever did porn. Because you will like that. Uh, We also have uh, Lee Turgeson, which may not be a name that you recognize. He plays their uh, asshole brother. Uh, Sort of a military jock type. Uh, A guy dude bro, as I would probably describe describe him. Who would terrorize the two. But uh, now they have a genie, so maybe the terror tables have turned. Ooh, the terror tables have turned. I think... And uh, I feel like this hasn't happened in a while. That's uh, that might work its way into the title of this episode. The terror tables have turned. Uh, sexy genie, maybe work that into because I find in your episode titles, if you have the word sexy, potentially people will click on it because people are dumb. <sighs> uh, Rating wise, for weird science. Five out of five. Uh, if you go on, this is another sort of plug. If you go on my YouTube channel or potentially if you Google weirder science, uh, I don't know if I will have posted it yet. Anyways, uh, so much happened on this show that I was able to pull clips and sort of create things with it as I do. Mash ups, I believe you might call them. Uh, so uh, how about checking that out uh, I'm into the fifth season and it's taken sort of a strange turn which uh, I don't know if I'm going to like and that is that uh, the evil brother and the genie are potentially developing a sort of romantic relationship which is a very very strange turn sort of a shark jumping moment I do feel like but uh, season one two, four, amazing amazing Her. today's book sponsor is brain chips thank you for that sponsorship okay so uh somehow some way and this happens from time to time a, a story poured forth from my brain a jacob brumfield story if you are a longtime listener and i hope you are you will know that occasionally I will write stories starring a character by the name of Jacob Brumfield. This is something I've done since high school. Uh, I don't, I don't. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, the stories are not connected usually in any way other than the character's name is Jacob Brumfield. I don't know where I came up with that name, but uh, one of the, <laughs> you know what? One thing I'm just remembering is. Uh, when we were at parties or I was being introduced and my friends were around, I was always introduced myself as Jacob Brumfield, just for shits and giggles, I suppose, I suppose. Uh, and then maybe this sort of, uh, the the whole Trump thing may have spurred this, thoughts around that sort of spurred the story, I suppose. Anyways, uh, so since this is a book-related thing, I'm going to read a short story that I wrote. Hey, well, that kind of makes sense, right? All right. Cough, <clears throat> cough, 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 cough. Jacob, 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 what are we going to do with you? Jacob shuffled his feet with a rueful grin. He shrugged his shoulders and started to answer. The black-robed judge sitting before him. Nope. Don't even open your mouth. It's all been said before, hasn't it? Jacob's mouth clamped shut, since he knew that in situations like this, a downcast look and an apologetic silence was his best bet. You see, Jacob was the most illegal man on the planet. Dum-dum-dum. It all began when Donald Trump was elected president. Although this was disastrous in general, What most sent ripples through the future was his strides made in the areas of population tracking. Uh, By the time Jacob Brumfield was born, all humans had embedded in their brain a computer chip that monitored and recorded all of their actions. At the age of 10, Jacob was struck by lightning. (laughs) While playing the national sport of the United States of Canada, frolf aka Frisbee Golf. Also, Canada had taken over the U.S. since clearly they could not be trusted to run themselves. This bolt fried his chip in such a way that it was now saying he he had committed every crime. Uh, Picture an enormous list of every crime, and beside each is a little tick saying that Jacob had done that crime. From murder to tax evasion to bestiality, according to the chip, Jacob had done it. A faulty chip by itself may not have been as life-altering as it is. However, when you add robot police to the equation, the story changes. It was surprising that it took as long as it did, but humans eventually realized that being a police officer can be one of the hardest jobs on the planet. Humans do not like hard work. Robots now exist, make robots police. Easy peasy Japanesey, which is also the name of a Japanese robot manufacturer. Uh, the problem with brain chip scanning police robots <laughs> is that there is no reasoning with them. Jacob could explain his lightning bolt fried chip situation as much as he liked, but at this point he had been dragged in front of so many judges. That he had developed a handcuff callus. To new judges, he would have to explain the situation and spend time in jail waiting for confirmation, but luckily, by the age of 42, most judges has, had come to know him, as on an almost daily basis he found himself once again dragged into court by a police robot. Uh, the slow grinding down of Jacob's will to live had hit its straw on back breaking last... Uh, Valentine's Day? Last level. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he had finally uh, worked up the courage to ask a co-worker out and was... Uh, okay, I get it. On Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes Uh, he had finally worked up the courage to ask a co-worker out and was en route to meet her for dinner when he witnessed a sight he had uncountable times before seen a robot police cruiser pulled up behind him and after a routine brain chip scan the lights and sirens that now haunt his dreams sent him into a frenzy a normally meek jacob pulled over and in a blind red fury, began <laughs> excuse me, began taking out his frustrations on the robot police, uh, sometimes referred to as resisting arrest. It was of course no use, and he once again found himself in the back of a police car, having a robot drawn on and on the list of crimes he had committed, according to his brain chips. He had heard this list so many times that he had memorized it, and it took him a moment to register that Resisting Arrest no longer appeared on the list. Any change in a routine he had gone through uncountable times instantly caught his attention. Jacob asked for the list of his crimes again, as was his right, and that the same thing happened, so he asked about Resisting Arrest, to which the robot replied, Jacob Brumfield has not committed the crime of resisting arrest a shocked Jacob then went through the motions of being dragged in front of the judge nope don't even open your mouth it's all been said before hasn't it said the black robed judge you know the one from the beginning Uh, after the usual hours of red tape to get released Jacob rushed to the restaurant in the slim hope that his date would still be there She, of course, was not there, since, of course, two of courses, come on, Uh, ain't nobody got time for that, ain't nobody got time for that indeed, thought Jacob, he could feel his life slipping through his fingers, a wasted existence, and he had two things, Uh, a wasted existence, he had two things, enough and an idea. Uh, Jacob ordered dinner, and when complete, he left without paying. Upon his next inevitable arrest, theft under 500 was no longer on his record. Clearly, Jacob had hit upon the fact that his brain chip had turned 1s into zeros, so that every crime he committed would come off of his record. Jacob Bromfield then made the decision to get a normal life, even if it killed him, or others. Uh, From that moment onward, the name Jacob Brumfield would forever live in infamy as he made his way through the entire criminal code from arson to zoo arson. The end. game. Gavin sponsor is row Database Management Software. Okay, so uh, today I have for you Skyrim Remastered. Specifically, I uh, want to talk the... Uh, I'm probably going to say this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's not part of how you say it. That was a sneeze. Uh, false Scar. Which is a... not a DLC, a mod. Yeah, a mod. Uh, okay, so first thing I wanted to mention of Skyrim Remastered is I don't remember buying it. <laughs> uh, and this is a thought I wanted to put out to anyone listening uh, as a possibility. Do you... <laughs> is it possible that if you own Skyrim... Or like the Special Edition, or... Not the Special Edition. Yeah, if, if you own Skyrim on Steam, would they give you a free copy of Skyrim Remastered Special Edition? Whatever they call it. Like, is that how that worked, maybe? Because I honestly don't remember buying it. And then I looked one day, and it was just suddenly there. So uh, that was kind of cool. I, I decided, hey, it's a sign. Why don't I revisit? Uh, because I hadn't in so long. Plus, I was trying to save money And uh, in order to save gaming money, quite often a good idea to revisit games you have loved in the past. Specifically, ones that you spent hundreds of hours playing. Because, uh, at the very least, it's going to kill some time before your next purchase. Uh, Speaking of, uh, just to give you a little behind-the-scenes action, right now is the Steam Autumn Sale. Which I've already spent $30 on. (sighs) So... At least we'll have content for Game gabbing. That That's a thing. Uh, anyways, uh, one of the things I thought would be cool this time around is because I played Skyrim so time, so many playthroughs, uh, I noticed that there were mods, uh, and, and I hesitate even to call them mods. They're more like DLC-seeming, and that is people have created uh, alternate paths for uh, people who have already played Skyrim so many times. Uh, and by that I mean suddenly I find myself able to go to a new land. Uh, called Falcar, Uh And, and then uh, according to this the description there's uh, around 20 hours of gameplay just in this new area. And, and I can say so far after exploring it not 100% this thing is pretty huge. Like uh, to travel from one end to the other would, as in uh, Skyrim, the full game, uh, take you a a fair amount of time. So I'm very impressed that someone did this. Or was it a team of people? Was it people who worked on Skyrim? Uh, Like, I think it's fan-made, which is really just incredible. Excuse me. Okay, so uh, you, as you do from time to time in games where there's uh, dragons and such, you uh, find yourself in front of a portal. And then there's that decision, uh, do you go through? Uh, since it's not real life, of course you do. <laughs> if it was real life, maybe there'd be a little more of a decision-making process. Uh, and then you find yourself in the land of Hask-haskar, Uh with no way to get back to uh, the rest of... It's not called Skyrim. The, where you normally are. Uh, then you sort of get embroiled in this Uh, what I assume but don't know yet is going to be a large battle between these two forces seemingly of good and evil or at least not too bad and very evil (laughs) Uh, they're looking for something in this land and that's sort of where I am now Uh, There's, as there is with many quests three things need to be gathered that sort of idea uh, that will unlock a door. Behind the door is, we're not sure what, but it's super powerful. And whoever gets it will be able to control all the land. So we gotta get it first, right? Right. Uh, and then there's the evil dude who's also doing the same. And uh, tries to stop us, tries to find the stuff. Uh, just call it the stuff. I, I, I don't know what it is. But uh, so far I'm having fun revisiting it. And new stuff, so yay! Probably talk about it more. Ahaha! <laughs> Charlie! Charlie bit me! Ah! Oh. <coughs> gotta get down! Just let is, is this real life? Internet intercourse. I like turtles! Today's Internet Intergore sponsor is Early Morning TV Host Brand Caffeine Pills. Item the first is The Earliest Show, which is a new web series. Ah, let's just go ahead and call it a web series. This always comes up. Just call things web series, even if it's not. You're not going to be too wrong. A new web series on uh, College Humor and YouTube because Skulls Humor is on YouTube, uh, starring Mr. Ben Schwartz, Benny Schwa, and Lauren Lapkus. Yes, that Lauren Lapkus, who are playing a host of a super, super early in the morning show, like your... Well, the the example I would use is breakfast television, because that's what we have here in the the Toronto-ish area. But uh, you know what I mean. Uh... (laughs) And because it is Ben Schwartz and Lauren Lapkus, i got to assume that probably the majority of these things are uh, are improv-ed, improvisations. And maybe just a brief outline of what's supposed to happen, and what is apparently supposed to happen, is a slow decline into madness from Ben Schwartz, uh, in the form of being super energetic and happy, And then makes the apparent mistake of uh, uh, proposing to his girlfriend sort of live on the show. And of course, she says, ye no. She says no. And uh, then from that point on, uh, each episode, he's seemingly more and more in distress and insane. Uh, Ben Schwartz playing insane is the best thing ever oh wow hyperbole there searching searching no uh, very reminiscent of well not very but uh, okay I could say it like this uh, not since uh, Ben Schwartz appearing on College Humor's uh, Jake and Amir back in the day have I laughed so hard at uh, a thing made by College Humor so this is easy easy five just six out of five just incredible Uh, Episode 4 I've just added to my YouTube watching list. You know what, on that note, uh, if you follow me, subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, I post like one video, two a month, so not so great there, but one, uh, I don't know if I would call it a service, I do it really for myself, but you could use it as well, is uh, every uh, Saturday I will post a playlist of between 50, geez, last week it was 90, uh, videos. They're all the videos that I watch on YouTube, so, uh, if you listening to this like it, potentially, uh, there will be things within that playlist that you would like. Good thing about that, too, is you just push play, and then it plays one video after another. That's kind of why I do it. Uh, I used to have, Uh, Like I just used to open a shit ton of tabs and then play it and then close the tab play it, close the tab, which was a pain in the ass but then I found this playlist making ability and now I do it every single week and have done so for a very long time now Okay, so moving on to uh, PewDiePie takes a break Uh, yeah, so I did sort of predict (laughs) uh, his slow descent into insanity Uh, his came in a different form Just a sort of rundown, Uh, and I I did kind of feel for him. You could tell uh, working so hard was taking its toll on his soul—a bit of a soul toll. Oh, that might work its way into the title as well. Man, got some good title ideas this one. Soul toll, soul toll. We've got uh, the tear Tables of Turn, Soul Toll. We'll see how that pans out. Uh, and he decided that he was going to take a little break, focus on what he needed to, and then come back. Uh, I don't... I don't. It was much more dramatic than I think... Uh, maybe just the fact that he'd never really done it before. So I, I guess there's some, some drama there. The fact is, like, he was only gone for like a week. <laughs> so... You know, I I don't know if it had to be as dramatic as it was. But still, uh, glad he did it for his sanity, because that's important to take care of that. Trust me, I know. Uh, Okay, next we have a new addition to my YouTube watching stuff. Sort of a podcasty vibe a little bit. And that is uh, Philip DeFranco. Uh, God, it's got to be a couple months, maybe four or so. I started seeing him pop up on my—is it my homepage or what's hot now or something? I think it was something along the lines of like things you might like uh, this dude, and uh, it turns out yeah, I do. Uh, I I tend to like what he has to say. He does it in a—he's in a, just a guy sitting in front of a camera talking, but uh, he's engaging. Uh, seemingly, we share a lot of the same opinions. He's very uh, open-minded. Uh, he's not sort of yelling at people or yelling about things. He's just more delivering facts. Um, he has his opinion, of course, mixed in there. Uh, and the fact that we share opinions on a lot of things potentially is why I like him, which I'm, 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 I could freely admit that. But uh, I recommend you check out Philip DeFranco because uh, he's a good talker. He talk good. Uh, okay, next we have uh Funhouse plays stay close hmm anytime funhouse the good people over there play a scary game uh, it is good so I'd like to mention every time funhouse comes up they are the only YouTube channel that I subscribe to pretty much other than the ones that put like very few videos uh, that I watch every single thing that they make just love them so much uh, they could seemingly do no wrong. Uh, Since we're out of time, I'll move quickly on to my last item, which is a new item in many senses of the words. It is called the Pete Richards Podcast. Who is Pete Richards, you might ask? Well, he's actually a friend of mine. So there you go. Very self-serving of me to plug a friend's podcast. But uh, up until this point, talking podcasts with my friends was like talking to a brick wall, (laughs) sort of famously among people who listen to podcasts or people who do podcasts, that there are still many, many people out there who have no idea what a podcast is. Uh, It's sort of an ongoing joke among podcasters that they have to explain to their family members what a podcast is. Uh, Sad. So when I saw that uh, a friend of mine had... Just recently, he's one episode in, started a podcast of his own. I decided to say, hey, well, goddamn right, I'm going to listen to that. Goddamn right. Uh, and then uh, chat about it on mine, because, hey, I do it anyways. Why not do it to someone I know? Right? Right. Uh should say, as uh, Pete Richards mentioned in his podcast, this is a working title, may change the name of it. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's get a little audience participation. That never works. And maybe I'll participate myself. Which is, if you can think of a good name for a podcast with host Pete Richards uh, that revolves around a dude who's uh, seemingly incredibly knowledgeable about the music industry uh, and then talks about that while playing music and talking about music and musicy stuff... Music-y goodness. Uh, drop me a line, drop him a line. Uh, just drop some lines. Let's go fishing! Uh, okay, so uh listened to the first episode. Uh, I did very much enjoy it. Uh, the type of music that Pete listens to is not exactly up my alley. Uh, but I don't mind that. Like I listen to uh, who charted and a lot of the songs that they like. I, I kind of eh, you know they're they're okay. There was oh, shit. I meant to ask him too. There was one song. Uh, I think he played five songs. And it was like his top five songs of 2016. And there was one that I actually did like. Oh, shit, I forget what it was. And I wanted to ask him too. It was like a hip hop song too, which I don't li- uh, not so much into the hip hop, the hippy hippity hop. Uh, so, you know, open my eyes a bit, and maybe it will do the same for you. Uh, something he mentioned was that he's sort of not pulling from songs that everyone would know, more pulling from maybe sort of deeper cuts, which uh, it sounds like he is very aware of the deeper cuts and knows his shit. Folks, I think that's enough talking for now. We made it to 7.15 in the morning, which is pretty goddamn early. Gotta to go to the dentist, gotta shave my head... Uh, here, I'll tell you what. This is my list for today. This this will be fun. Who doesn't love a good list? Friday to do. The, you know what? This, we'll, we'll end this show with a peek into how insane I am. This is a list I made late last night. <clears throat> Friday to do. Eat breakfast. I fucking wrote down eat breakfast. Record podcast. Shave head and trim a stash for better tooth access. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I wrote that. I wrote that. My mustache goes a little bit over my lips right now, so like if I open my, like if I smile you can't really see my top teeth, so I figured I'd trim it back to be nice for the dentist. Uh, shower. Brush teeth. Period. Good. Period. Get dressed. <laughs> Dentist at 1120. Asterix, 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 asterix. Bacon, asterix, 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 asterix. <laughs> I have to stop and buy bacon for the missus because I promised I would make her breakfast in bed for the reason that she's not making me go to her work party. <laughs> um, make pork casserole. That's one of my specialties. If anyone wants a recipe, I believe I've actually given it on the podcast before, but uh, what the hell. Uh, Steam not loading. Question mark. Restart computer question mark? Yeah, I'm having problem problems with my Steam where the store or like my profile is not loading. Like I have access to all the games, but the uh, but that stuff's not loading for some reason. Test GD Laptop. Um Okay, yeah, I have an old laptop that is broken, but I don't remember if it was just the screen that was broken or the the whole thing is fucked. And my thought is, I'm gonna hook it up to a TV in a family room, uh, cause then we can like watch movies for it easier than uh, cause I have a boxy box, but it kind of it's kind of fucked and they don't make them anymore or service them so. I don't know. That's what that is. Uh, Skyrim or make picks and Skyrim Saturday. Yeah, I gotta make some uh, Sunday funday picks. I only have a few left, so gonna gonna make up a batch of those. Uh, Highlander Five. Reminder to watch Highlander Five. Uh, list of podcasts to listen to. Oh yeah. So this is a on this list contains a note to make list. <laughs> oh my fucking brain. Uh, So on this uh, list, it's going to be name, format, so like, uh, you know, talk, whatever, comedy, video game. uh, Listen to every single one, question mark, and then notes, like if cancelled or hiatists. Steam autumn sale, load new games. Yeah, because I mentioned already I bought $30 worth of games, and uh, I want to load them on the Steam, which hopefully I can do if I get my Steam working again. Folks, that's just a peek into whatever the fuck is going on in my brain. And, as always, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Done and done. And I mean done. Done and done. (laughs) I like Ron. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening time to plug some things and i do not mean But you can like us on facebook you can follow jordan underscore maywood on twitter you can subscribe and comment on itunes lastly if you would like to contact the podcast you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com i would like to conclude that i am not a robot and that i have a theory